This is a shock podcast. Shock. A rock star's guide. Surviving the Malaysian music industry. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the Rockstar's Guide to Surviving the Malaysian Music Industry with me, Darren, from the band An Honest Mistake. And yes, I started this podcast because I figured there is no guidebook, there's no blueprint to surviving the Malaysian music industry and you just kind of uh, have to go your way and just... And then you find your way, okay? I believe that with a guidebook, it'll help produce better artists, it'll help make better artists as well, and it will, you know, steer you away from all the pitfalls and the mistakes, okay? So I've learned from experiences, and I believe that all these experiences that I'm about to share with you guys will be beneficial for you, alright? So we're on this series of a, you know, kind of like on touring. Last episode, I talked about, you know, what touring really is and changing the stereotypes and the mindsets of how touring really is. And one of the most important aspects is actually funding your tour. So we're going to talk a little bit about that in this episode and find out how we can fund our tour. Let's go. So if you've got dreams, you've got big dreams of going on the road, you know, you're touring, you want to go, you know, and check it out. But what's holding you back? The answer, of course, is money and money plays a huge role, okay? And unless you're especially established, money is always an issue, okay? And tours can be expensive. We've covered a little bit about that in the last episode, you know, that touring involves money, patrol, tolls, hotels, booking the venue, backline, all these things. So you probably need a van or a bus, but of course, here in Malaysia, we are doing it old school. We drive a few cars, okay? Money for meals, petrol, and not to mention hotels, right? I just mentioned that earlier on. So how do you even get the ball rolling, okay? Fortunately, we have, or at least I have some tips right here for you, okay? There are three ways you can fund your next tour. The first one is probably the most popular, very unconventional, but I feel that over the years, it has kind of like picked up steam, and I believe it is a way to go, all right? Sites like Kickstarter, GoFundMe, and Indiegogo have just gotten bigger over the years, right? So, and they are obviously still the big kids on the blog. These are the main crowdfunding sites, okay, that you can go to. And, and they're international, easy. But a more recent one would be Patreon. Now, sometimes when you think of Patreon, you think of, uh, you know, cosplayers, you know, selling their stuff and all that. But Patreon is very, very cool as well. You can also crowdfund from there, okay? The site's a little bit different because it's more about funding content creation and it pays out when the content is digitally delivered, alright? So it's a little bit different. So the next one would be why not start a, you know, vlog and share live videos of your shows. Ask patrons to make live requests, okay? So, and if you've got a fan base, this is a great way to keep them active and interested while you tour and get some money in the process, okay? So, Patreon is one of those ways. A lot of artists, you know, sometimes they feel bad or they feel shy about asking for money, myself included. But the fact is, we shouldn't, okay? Remember, you're providing something people enjoy, especially your music equals your art and you deserve appropriate compensation for that. You can't just be playing for free. So, similarly, when you buy a new car, the automaker doesn't just say, oh man, you know, go ahead and take it. It's just a little something I came up with in my free time, okay? They're never gonna say that. You're gonna have to pay. So it's the same with music. Stand up for your career and don't be afraid to ask your fans to help. If they want, they will support you. So that is 
that's one of the ways, okay? Funding, asking for funds, all right? Talking about asking for funds, you know, chandana is obviously one of those ways as well. Chandana, Panjana, you know, all these government bodies who are willing to fund your tours. And besides that, there is also the state government. I was talking to the boys of Crazy Grizzly during our tour in Johor and they were saying that they had funding from the state of Johor and they had a pretty big amount. It was like 50,000 bucks or something like that to do a nationwide tour. So I think that's pretty cool. So these are some avenues that you guys can look into as well. Apart from that, it could be brands, you know, maybe talk to a brand that's willing to fund your tour. So number two, consider scaling down. When you mention touring, most bands and artists think of big stages, bright lights, tour buses and massive stadiums. But obviously in Malaysia, the landscape is a little bit different, you know, because that's kind of like in the West. But it's not always true, okay? That is absolutely can and does happen, but you can save some money, all right? And potentially have a more lucrative tour if you're willing to be a little bit more flexible, okay? I believe smaller venues have been very, very successful and I think... I want to see more of it right here in Malaysia, which is house concerts, okay? Now, this is very common in the States. You know, they would do house like, you know, Emery and Under Oath. You know, they would play in somebody's garage or like somebody's hall, you know, because they live in a giant house. But in Malaysia, I feel that that kind of stuff should happen too. So house concerts have kind of like become all the rage and I think it should happen. You know, it's definitely a cool idea. Here's the thing. House concerts, you know, there is a thing called sofa sessions. You know, it's kind of like a discovery session where the location is not known but usually hosted in homes and uh, there used to be one in Malaysia hosted by a Venezuelan girl who was living here in Malaysia and um, she would find hosts for all these various venues and then you know you go to these places you will not know who's playing you will not know where until the day itself and that is actually kind of cool alright so a smaller venue isn't necessarily a bad thing especially if you pack it we decided to play small venues because you know we just felt that if it was packed with 50 people that in a place that can and fit 30, it would be cool already. So, being in an intimate setting can earn you quality FaceTime with potential fans and bookers, more so than a loud club or a cavernous venue. Check it out, think about it. Maybe you guys can check out this site called Concerts in Your Home. Now, it is not Malaysian, it is an international thing, you know, but probably find some inspiration and get ideas from there. So you can also consider cutting costs further by asking fans or house concert hosts to put you up as you travel on the road, okay? This can save serious money sometimes. Hotels are expensive, so it may not be worth the money if you're only staying a few hours before driving on. All right, when we stayed in Johor, it was pretty much a couple of hours, you know, like five hours and then we're off to Malacca. Then we went up to Penang, so that's kind of what it is. But that's how touring is. So I know many artists who have done very well for themselves by touring and, you know, staying in, in people's homes and stuff and keeping their costs low by couch surfing, right? So if your style of music is appropriate for venues like this, like home concerts, I think you know, you can give it a try. Bands like Jumero or like singer-songwriter like Amrita Soon, you know, like doing house shows would work really well. And the last one, and I feel it's one of the most important ones, okay, is offset tour costs with merch on the road and online, okay? Merchandise is one of those ways. So, you know, of course, it, it takes money to make them first, but you're going to make them back later on, okay? That's one of the easiest and the best ways to make money. So definitely print some merch. You're talking t-shirts, cups, mugs, caps, whatever. Especially when you're 
you're on tour, you absolutely must have something to sell because you want people to remember you, okay? So the margins on things like t-shirts and stickers can be pretty good. And if you sell a lot of them, that can mean the difference between skipping a meal or making a pit stop for hot food. So it is a very, very essential part of touring. So there's no reason you can't ask your fans to buy your merch because, um, you know, even if you're not currently playing a gig, so you can actually sell them online as well. So you can make a post on your favourite social media site explaining that you're going on tour and you need to drum up some cash, okay? Even have some kind of sale. So all these things are possible, alright? So most fans will be more than happy to help you, especially since they're getting something out of it too. So t-shirts, definitely one of the easiest and quickest way to go. Alright, something else that can help you lower your cost further is not pressing CDs, okay? So CDs take up a lot of space and now that everything is digital, you know, maybe you can do download cards and go and download their albums. That is one way. But, you know, of course, a lot of bands still appreciate CDs and now even crazier vinyl too. So if you feel your fan base will demand for a physical copy, you know, yeah, maybe provide for that. By all means, go for it, you know. But if you feel that digital is the way to go, maybe download cards would help. You know, put them in a USB or something, you know. So that's one way of reaching out with merchandise, okay? So yeah, these are what you can do to fund your tour, okay? And things are constantly changing in the music world, especially with the rise of DIY artists, independent artists, and bands are constantly devising new ways to cut costs, boost profits, and connect with fans, okay? So familiarize yourselves with the latest strategies, or better yet, you know, create your own. So funding, you know, there are always ways to fund your tours, and I've shared three ways, and for us, we have done some of these things to fund our tours. In the next episode, we're going to talk about how you can wow the audience so that you can come back to the venue again. So, my name is Darren from The Band and Honest Mistake. I hope this episode of The Rockstar's Guide has been beneficial to you and added a little bit more to your life and career as an artist right here in Malaysia. Okay, so I'll see you guys in the next episode. Woo!